You're listening to National Country Review. Joining me today on the National Country Review is Shanna Jackman, a New England artist who has won several different awards and traveled from New England all the way down to Nashville. Shanna, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. So I've had the opportunity to actually see you perform live, and I, I have to admit, uh, I, I was shocked at how solid you played for almost three hours straight. Um, where does that, that training for your voice come from? Cause that was, uh, that was a, a tough night for you guys. You, you really nailed it. How do, how do you, how do you perform for three hours like that? Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, I was tough and we had some technical difficulties in the beginning, but, um, you know, I've been playing around for years and you tend to, with all that experience of performing, um, I've had voice lessons since I was in junior high school on and off. So, um, that has definitely prepared me and, you know, you do your rituals to get yourself prepared and warm up and, and then you just go and do it. And I think the energy from the crowd, it always just keeps me motivated. And, um, and I intend to pick a lot of powerful songs for my voice. So it really is, can be very challenging. So, and especially that night, we didn't have any breaks between the second and third set. We just went on. So it was a blast. And that actually brings up two great points. First, let's talk about the crowd because, uh, as you were getting ready to, to start, um, obviously some of the fans are coming up and, and, and saying hi and, and wanted to have a moment with you. What struck a chord for me was a, a large number of that group were actually veterans or people who were involved in veterans' causes. And as I was listening to the crowd, I could hear them all talking about you, but in different venues of how they've met you and how you've been involved in various causes. So can you touch on some of those causes that you're involved in and some of those connections and how you got involved in that? Yeah, certainly. Um, Well, years ago, I thought about singing the national anthem for events. I was a reserve police officer for a local town and I went to my chief and I said, I would love to sing the anthem for one of our Memorial day or July 4th celebrations. And he was just ecstatic. And I said, I can sing in uniform, you know, represent the department. And he was super happy. He was very happy about it. He was like turning into my manager. He was like, you got to go to American Idol and do this too in uniform. Like he was super funny and, and very supportive, but that really started it for me. I remember performing the National Anthem Memorial Weekend. We had a parade in town, and I had a veteran come up to me afterwards and say, of my 20 years of being in the service, I've never heard anyone sing it that way. And that touched me so much. And it kind of started something for me, and and I started um, getting involved in events and singing um, for the National Anthem and uh, God Bless America, other patriotic songs. Then in 2009, I competed in a competition called Stars Over Boston, and I won. And one of um, a local gentleman who was the president of an organization called Rolling Thunder, who brings awareness to POWs missing in action or killed in action, and uh, for Massachusetts, reached out to the organizers of Stars Over Boston and, and said, hey, can we have some of your singers? come down and sing the national anthem because we're going to have the moving wall here, which was the World War uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall. It's a moving wall that goes across the country. So you're having it in West Roxbury at the time. And this is 
And the, the people that were contestants of Stars Over Boston were police, fire, EMS, people who can sing. So a few of us went there. And then um, I went and sang one day <clears throat> at the event. And I believe that it just even evolved into something much larger than that. And I really started working with a lot of different and uh, learning about the different veteran military organizations and started getting asked a lot to sing. And for me, I felt it was my honor to be able to give back to those who fought for this country and sing the songs that most represents what they're fighting for. And it, if I could at least sing it with respect and passion that um, provides a thank you, basically, for what they have done, it just, it just meant so much to me to be able to do that because I've never fought um, I've never served, but as I heard um, a local representative say at one particular event, was, this is, I didn't serve, but this is how I served. And I quote that on a special page on my website um, called Military Support, and it has all the organizations that I have grown to know over the years, and um, I do amazing things for the community and for other veterans, and um, and so I, I kind of put that quote in there because it's my my way of giving back. And I feel like all of us as musicians or anyone who has, we all have certain talents. And if we can give back and help other people, I mean, I feel like that that's really what it's for. It's a gift that we've been given. And it, it's, it's great to be able to be on stage and, and perform in front of others and have them enjoy that night. But to also out of my own time, I go out and and give back. It's been an amazing experience. And so it is great that shows to see them come to a show and they actually are seeing me actually sing other songs other than the anthem or, or whatever. And um, in 2013, I had recorded a song in Nashville called We've Got Your Back. And it's my song to be able to give thanks to our military. And um, when I was started singing around for Rolling Thunder and other events, I was like, I really wanted to write something. Um, and now that song has really been adopted by a lot of these organizations. So um, when I sing that song at shows and see them singing along, it's, it's really special. So. Well, as as a unbiased witness in the audience there to do a review of that show, that's one of the things that struck out most with me in that night was how many veterans were there and just had so many different things that were positive to say about you and, and, and your connection to them. So I think you definitely got that one. Um, and the other and the other thing that uh, struck a chord for me that night and you kind of touched on was that power of your voice and the songs you choose to do. Um, mm -hmm. And your the set, the band was very tight, um, sounded fantastic. How do you guys pick as a group the songs you're going to do um, that are cover songs that the audience are going to know and still kind of put your own twist on it? I mean, everybody knew right away just either between the beat or the guitar or the, or the piano intro, but mm. you definitely had your own spin on a lot of these songs. How do you, how do you as a group kind of pick the songs you want to cover? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm so blessed. I have a great group of, of uh, band members, and um, a lot of times they just say, hey, you know, what do you want to play? And for me, it's important to one pick songs that I'm passionate about, that I, if I didn't write it, I want to be able to feel like I did. And I think... When you're performing, it's so much more than just being able to sing. And so picking songs that um, I really believe in or have a lot of fun with, it brings out personality, um, can be a lot of sassy music at times. I love uh, some of that stuff, too, and, and a lot of fun. And, and get people on the dance floor. One of the things that I 
hotel venues is we're a high energy country band and I like to keep it that way. I don't, don't play very many slow songs. Um, although I feel like those, those are important to put in the mix too, but I pick artists that I feel like my voice best resembles and, um, and the type of music that I like to play. And then I, I know that people are going to like because I've been following it for so long and, and I ask my fans what they want to hear and I, and then I make sure that we're playing that kind of music too. So, um, it's kind of a mixture of all those things. Great answer. Um, <laughs> now one of the other things I noticed, uh, during that show was mm-hmm. that you were broadcasting over Periscope. So first I'll ask you to explain what Periscope is and, and why you picked that streaming source versus something like a live stream or YouTube, YouTube live. So can you tell us what Periscope is and how you got into it? Yeah, sure. So, um, I started seeing some of my fellow musicians use it. Um, and it's connected to Twitter. So if you have a Twitter account, uh, which I do, then you can set up with Periscope. It's just a free app on your phone that you can download any, any, um, operating system, either Apple or, um, Android. And it's basically you just start a broadcast. You put a title to it and you're live on air. I know Facebook just started doing it too. So I also have that capability now as well. But I love the fact that you have the ability to just think people who are not able to make the show or not local. Um, I have, you know, family, friends and fans from all around and this gives them the opportunity to see the show and not be there. I have a one special uh, gentleman that always is usually at a show and that particular one, he's not able to make and he's like, oh, I'll be waiting on Periscope. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, and you can actually see who's there, who's, who's um, watching the show and they can type and respond. Um, so I tend to kept looking back to see if anyone is responding and wave hi and, it just gives them an ability to be on stage with you and, and see what's going on, which I think is, is really, it's really exciting for me. And I think it allows them to be able to reach a bigger audience as well. Well, and that's a, a great segue to my next question, because obviously you're from New England, but you've also mm-hmm. traveled and recorded in Nashville. So yeah. since you have fans that are all over the place, what is it like having the New England roots and going down to Nashville because I mean that's Music Row is where everybody's going now, so you're certainly not alone. But what's it like going down there and trying to make you know make your bones and, and get some recording done when you have this somewhat of almost a Boston accent? <laughs> well, it's kind of funny you say that because when I first went into the recording studio, I almost felt like I had to hide it. I mean, I don't have as strong of an accent. But it certainly comes out. And when you're in the studio, it's much different than performing live. And you have to pronunciate very clearly, almost to an excess. And so I have to pronounce my R's the best that I can when you're, you know, in the studio or other things. And I was at first afraid to, like, expose that. But then I, toward the end of my sessions, I was, I was embracing it. And I was excited that I was like, yeah, I'm from New England. I'm from, you know, Boston area you know, central Massachusetts and, and, um, you know, people were shocked that we had country music up there and that we had fans. And I was excited to be like, are you kidding me? We, there are so many fans in New England and, um, you know, so I was kind of at the end embracing it and having a lot of fun with it. But 
there is a lot of musicians from New England that are in, in Nashville now and living in Nashville or doing what I do and go back and forth. Um, that there was a really um, a close group of people that we actually organize shows together now. Um, there's an organization called New England to Nashville, actually. And it used to be a, a, a private group on Facebook that has grown to, you know, I believe I'm about 500 members or so. And we do have a Twitter account at, at NETN fan, um, which, you know, obviously is abbreviated for New England to Nashville, where it allows people to, um, who are fans of all the local musicians in New England, it gives them all the updates of what we're doing and where we are. That's and cool. so, I mean, going down, down there, it's been, it's been great because you begin to start learning who's down there and you gain a lot of relationships and networking and friends. And it feels like another home, really. Okay, well, before I bring you back to where your real home is and what you're doing up here, <laughs> let's, let's stay in what I have also decided is going to be my second home of Nashville because I love it there. What, yeah. When you're back in Nashville... What is your guilty pleasure for like uh, going out and getting some something to eat? And I, I don't want you to say something that's going to bring you like taste back home. Something that gives you that I'm in Nashville. Tell me a place that I need to go the next time I'm down there, so I know I'm eating in Nashville. Uh, that's a good question. You know, anytime I go down there, I definitely make sure I'm having breakfast at Loveless Cafe, which is actually just outside of Nashville. Yep. Um, but it's so historical. I mean, usually you have to wait at least an hour to sit down. But, you know, having the homemade biscuits and the homemade you know, grits and the gravy, it's just like it's the meal, the breakfast meal. And where the property is used to be an old motel. So now they've put it on a lot of the rooms all a shop. They get to go shopping. And it's just kind of really um, when the traveling just to get to Loveless is just scenic. You know, you're going by... You know, all this land and horse farms and these beautiful homes that are set back. Um, kind of like the show Nashville, if you've ever seen it. Right. We have these beautiful brick homes and then, you know, but just surrounded by just open land and fences that are just adorable. It just makes you realize where you are and and, and uh, embrace it. It's just, and the biscuits, I just, you, you get like that as when you first sit down as a plate of biscuits and all sorts of jelly. And it's just like the best thing ever. I'm, I'm convinced that you're not really eating the whole biscuit because I've seen you perform live and uh, I, I look like I eat all the biscuits. You know, not so much. You're, you're a nibbler. There's no way you're eating a whole biscuit. Um, all right. So as a, as sort of an ambassador of, of New England down to Nashville and you're back up here, uh, you actually have some exciting news about some Nashville coming up this way that you're going to be opening up for. So do you mind telling us who? Yeah, so I just announced uh, that I Darius Rucker is going to be performing at the, um, we used to be called the Meadowbrook Pavilion, but now it's called the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion in Guilford, New Hampshire. And I will be on opening up for him on the Magic Cat stage, which is right inside, just next to the main stage. So I'll be performing two hours before his show and then doing an acoustic performance after the show. So super excited. Such a great venue. One of the top venues, actually. Um, to perform at in general. So the venue itself is just worth going to see any artist perform. And, and uh, so me being able to open up for Darius and also Dan and Shay is going to be there. And another artist, Michael Ray, is going to be performing. So I'm super excited. Um, and you can go onto my website, <clears throat> excuse me, and 
my website is just shannajackman.com. And by going on the website and on my appearances page where I have the event is a special link. So if you go to purchase your tickets for the show, click on the link, and that will bring you to the chance to be able to win meet and greet tickets to see Darius as well. So really exciting, and um, I just announced that. So thanks for bringing it up. It's great. Uh, you know what? I love hearing a local girl doing good. So good for you. What <laughs> other uh, what other projects do you have coming up that uh, you may want to pitch to everybody? Yeah. So um, recently I've been uh, advised that I was nominated for Video of the Year Award through Limelight Magazine, which is centered out of Boston. And they um, really showcase uh, musicians that are, are making an impact in the Bay Area. So um, to be nominated requires our fans to make those nominations. So, so I'm really super excited to know that the music video for the military tribute song, We've Got Your Back, is, is going to be um, nominated for Video of the Year. And the voting for that starts tomorrow, and it's just for one week, so it's really a short turnaround. Um, so I'm excited about that. And um, they, I don't have a link for the voting yet. They haven't announced that. But it will definitely be on my website or on my fan page. Um, so there are special links for that to be able to vote for tomorrow. Excellent. Well, Shanna, anything else you want to throw at us before we let you go? Any little tidbits about Nashville, how to get back and forth, or uh, any other shows that you want to promote before I let you go? Yeah, well, I'm always adding, been adding more shows. Got a great new band, so um, I'm excited about that. I, I post all of those shows on my website and my fan page um, on Facebook, which is Shannon Jackman Music. And you know, I there's just a lot of local musicians around here that go back and forth or have decided to make the move down there, and um, people are interested in knowing what's going on. There is the New England to National Group, of course, I mentioned. There's also two um, great um, organizations, too. Either it's called Country Ave, A-V-E, or uh, New England Country Music, and they both have Twitter accounts. Country Ave has a special app you can put on your phone. They literally post when people in your area are performing, national artists or local artists, so that's really cool. So there's a huge network and huge family here, and and so that's all very exciting. And if there's anybody out there that's interested in, you know, who is a musician and likes to, wants to know how to move back and forth and, and do what we do, I mean, we are all open and excited. We always meet with each other and have groups. Um, we have performances together and from here into Nashville and uh, always happy to always supporting each other and giving advice and, and stuff too. So, um, you know, wanted to mention those groups and, uh, Nashville is just great. I mean, if you haven't been there, it's just really, from a musician standpoint, you really do feel like at home and accepted and understood. Um, when being a musician can be very trying and challenging and hard, hard on your family because you never get to see them. So um, it's a really amazing place and historical and, and just, uh, and it's not intimidating. So it's a very exciting place to go. So I'm grateful. I'm very grateful that I've been able to have the opportunity to be down there and record down there and I hope to be recording soon I wrote a new song with Ayla Brown and Lance Carpenter and Lance Carpenter just uh, had a number one with Kelsey Ballerini love you like love me like you mean it and um, he co-wrote that song and he's a good friend of mine and part of our group and um, Ayla Brown a lot of people know from either American Idol or just all her 
her uh, numerous accomplishments um, that she's been doing lately. So we wrote a song um, called Answer the Call, which I hope to be recording soon, too. So, um, yeah, so a lot of good, exciting things and a lot of great group of musicians around here just in our own backyard. So definitely go. There's a lot of venues out here. People don't realize that do encourage um, us to be out there performing in a lot of country bars, and a lot of people don't even realize that. So we um, always are announcing where those are and where you can go to listen to some great country music. Well, Shannon Jackman, thank you for joining us here on the National Country Review, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much. It's, it's been awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming to the show, too. Not a problem. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. You, too. Bye. Stop in and see us at nationalcountryreview.com. Yeah.